this Sunday night, 8.30 on Channel 7. I think the television event of the year. Can't wait for it. In excess, never tear us apart. Mm. Give me the in excess story. And uh, look, we're joined by a man now who was a great friend of the band and uh, particularly Michael Hutchins. He's a rock and roll icon himself. He brought us uh, hits such as uh, Deep Water, Best Years of Our Lives, Girls on the Avenue, and my favourite, I'm an Island. Of course, I talk about Richard Clapton. Hey, Richard, hey. how you doing? How are you, boys? Now, That's Richard, mate, good to see well. you, mate. Richard, uh, before we talk about the men in particular, uh, of the band, in particular, Michael, um, Chris Murphy, uh, who managed the band, the moment he heard them, he recognised a band who could dominate the world. Did you see that? I saw that before he did. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. So you, so you, you saw those guys uh, back no. in 81 said, this, these guys can can dominate the world. Now, look, what what happened? Murphy Murphy discovered the band. I, I was away in Europe. I'd been away for a, quite a while. And um, he called me up and he wanted, wanted me to come down to Paddington Green and see this band. And the way he's describing it, I thought, honestly, I thought, like, I've got jet lag. I really mm. don't feel like going to see this band at midnight. I didn't know whether there's going to be a flock of seagulls or some new wave hairdresser <laughs> band or whatever. Yeah. And I got down there and there was just nine middle-aged guys there and I realised they were all drunks and it was the only place that you could get a drink after midnight. So ostensibly there was no one there, right? Mm. And what blew me away about In Excess is I'd already been a professional musician for quite a while before this and, I mean, I'd like to think I've got a fairly professional sort of attitudes and values and stuff like that, but playing a nobody, they oh, came out and just blew me away and I'm just standing there going, Wow, you guys are amazing! Yeah, wow. getting no Far support. Out. What what about what about the man Michael Hutchins? What what about him? You knew him mm. as well as anyone. T- tell us your thoughts on him. I'd say probably one of the most magical people I've ever known. Like mm. really special sort of people. When I look back on it, I think Michael had this sort of eclectic kind of choice of friends. Yeah, we all sort of had our own special um, relationship to Michael. In other words, with me, like he used to like to talk about books and stuff like that, and also talk about blues singers. Mm. Which is the news I've you know I've been trying to get around. When you first met him, was he that uncomfortable kind of young bloke with the hair over his eyes and had a bit of a lisp? Twenty years later, he's transformed into the best rock star of of all time. Yeah, look, when, when I did their album, quite honestly, Michael didn't have a lot of self confidence, you know. So I was doing really weird things in the studio, like try, just being a singer myself and having made records myself. It, it's a matter you you've got to get the right sort of vibe happening. And I, I bent over backwards. I banned everyone from the studio. I did it on a weekend. So Michael could be on his own. So he could be on his own. But there was another studio in Willamaloo called Paradise, and they had a room. It was all glass and, and, and mirrors and stuff. So it was a very ambient kind of mm. sound. Once I got him in there... He just, um, he just, it just clicked, and he yeah. just did the whole album, bang, bang, bang. Wow, it's unbelievable, Richard. When you talk about Michael Hutchins, I, I think about sometimes we, what did he have? What was it? Because whether it, we, we've had Jimmy Barnes in here, we've had Mark Opitz in here, and we've had Ian Ashbury from the Cult who came in here, and we asked him about, you know, whenever they talk about Michael Hutchins, it's never, oh, he was a great guy. They, all, it was almost a spiritual thing. They say there was something very special. He was a diamond. But yeah, something very special. Um, now, I wish I could sort of try and explain. I mean, well, he's a star. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. And I wish I could explain what I mean by special. I mean, like he was one of the high, most highly intellectual friends I've ever had. Like, you know, he had an amazing mind, really well read. Lastly, uh, uh, I hear a story where where Michael's house was broken into and a bag was stolen <laughs> and there were some interesting contents in that, in that bag, Richard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, please, it was. Please do tell. What well, was, um, was in the bag? No. <laughs> uh, you guys are bastards <laughs> for a start. 
I said, read my memoir. Ah. Do you remember in the 80s, they had that, that, that was like a briefcase that was like a, two compartments? Yes. yes. And I, honestly, I'll tell you what was in the left-hand side. was It was a contract... Uh, all these record contracts, a script for the Doors movie. Who's going to play Jim Morrison? Oh, no. Wow. There's a script in there. Very in the right hand side, read my book. Yeah, yeah okay. no worries. Small yeah. falls. There we go. <laughs> Richard Clapton, there we are. Produced underneath the colours in excess, second album in 81. Thanks so much for joining us on Thank the Grill you. Team.